Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to IndyCar Weekly. I am Indy Star reporter Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, IndyCar driver Connor Daly. Connor. Hello. <laughs> this is our final of the season. This is the season yeah. wrap-up. We're going to go over some predictions that went wrong and right, and yes. uh, talk about Connor's race at, at Laguna, which didn't go quite the way he'd hoped. Uh, you guys have a lot of questions, obviously, being a lot of Connor fans out there about his future. He can Lots talk. of questions. He'll talk. He'll talk about that as, be- as, as best that I, he can, and I'm excited to get into them. Uh, yeah, are you okay? Good. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to ask you them. But even though, like I said, I don't think I have to do a lot of work. We got a lot of questions from from fans today, who are very, very, very interested about what yes. you're, what you're going to be driving next year and in what color car and all those things. Oh, geez. So that'll be fun. Me too. But uh, we'll talk about Laguna, and then yeah, like I said, Connor's going to Connor's going to bask in his championship predictions. I think. Well, I. I'm just happy that, you know, everyone was counting out Simon, and I said he was a dark horse, and he finished second in the championship. Poor Alex got relegated to third. Yes. <laughs> Which is tough. I, I think most of us, Alex, me, Ryan, we were really struggling with the car um, over the weekend. We just we couldn't get the speed that we needed out of it. Uh, it was very difficult to drive. Um, I think I actually ended up doing a faster lap than any of those guys in the race, but it, you know, but I obviously made a mistake, but it, it was, it was, it was tough to get the tires to last. Um, Colton is an anomaly as usual. <laughs> uh, we didn't know how that happened or, or how he was doing that, but he did a great job as usual. He's very good on these permanent road courses. I, I also would like to say that I won the Fantasy IndyCar Championship. Hey, congratulations. So, uh, it was a big win for me. What do you get for that? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's on the Twitters. Uh, I, I participate every weekend. <laughs> and then, you know what? I'm proud of that. I, use, I, I feel like I'm maybe cheating because I use my knowledge. You have some insider knowledge. And this time I was smart because sometimes I've been terrible at it. How often have you played? How many years? Every year, I played for like three or four years. Is your first win? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. my first. I won the championship. The that, whole thing. There's like, there's like thirty three people, I think, or oddly, oddly enough. That's that's an interesting number. Yeah. Um, um, well, congrats. So that was that was neat, and I was like, it's it's a permanent road course. Colton Hurd is going to win. You picked you I picked, picked going to win this one too. I picked. I uh, no, actually, I didn't pick him in my fantasy thing, but because I ran out of picks for him, but I like figured he would probably win. Okay. Who did, I did I did have Dixon Pagano. I think power Rosenquist. So I had to essentially so like two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a pretty good day for you. Exactly. Uh, outside yeah. of the car, inside of the car. Yeah. Like I said, we can we can save this for later if you want. But we have a million questions about what happened with between you and Marco yeah. in that corner there. So you want to tell us well, what happened? I mean, I'll just give you a general summary. Like we we had a sadly we had a bad first pit stop. So we had uh, and actually. We had made up like at least one or two spots in the start, and then Erickson, uh, Erickson actually got penalized for blocking, which I see on lap nine. However, 
I never got that position, so I don't I don't know where he yielded that to. Where's so. the penalty? Yeah. I mean, he, he drove us into the dirt pretty aggressively twice. Chilton actually posted his onboard video, which is apparently illegal. Like, we've we've been given a talking to by IndyCar and our teams how, like, posting any of our onboard stuff we cannot do. We'll get fined for it. But Graham's posting full laps on his yeah. Instagram. Chilton's posting this on the internet. Okay. So I don't know if they... I don't know why that is, but it's very funny to see. Um, but yeah, it was like a it was like a perfect view of like some pretty serious chopping, and Max then passed <laughs> us both as we were both sitting in the grass like a or the dirt like a bunch of idiots. So <laughs> that was a shame. So basically, had to get through that, and then uh, our our first pit stop was tough. So we, you know we we fell back. I don't know a, a couple positions, um, but our car was good. Like I, we were making moves. You know, I I had. We had passed, um, passed a couple guys on track, which I didn't think was going to be possible. Um, you know, past Piggott, past, uh, past Chilton, past uh, Bourdais. I think, actually, I completed potentially the best overtaking move of my entire life on Sebastian Bourdais. Uh, I was very happy about it. He had just come out of the pits on new reds, and I was on blacks. And on the second lap, his tires had even got warm. I, I passed him in turn two. But we battled it out through three and four, and I was like, "Hey, that was that was kind of fun." I was like, and, yeah. and my family saw it apparently because definitely TV wasn't going to catch the battle for twelfth <laughs> or whatever it was. But like, they were like, "Oh, that was the greatest thing!" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That felt really nice, like to be racing against Bourdais." But but yeah, that was that was fun. And then uh, and then yeah, and then I caught Marco, and and I was told he was saving fuel, and it looked like he was, um, you know gonna essentially let me buy because okay. he's always he's always very you know very smart and and good to race against um and i just i honestly just didn't expect him to drive as deep and aggressively down to the apex as um as i expected so uh there was a bit of a confusion there and sadly you know i i had hit the curb on the inside trying to make sure i didn't hit him and then yeah just just lost it i mean i i clipped him just barely but um, but I just lost it just to make sure I didn't hit him. So, um, so yeah, that was that was it was a mistake on my part for sure. There was definitely, definitely very much a racing type situation to where, you know, I expected a little bit of a different, um, a little bit of a different attitude towards the fact that we were probably a second quicker than uh, than he was at the time, uh, and he was on a different strategy. So. It is what it is. I, I hated it because obviously, you know, it ruined our race, ruined our weekend. It's a very important weekend. But I think that was pretty much the probably the only like I've been very mistake free this year. I feel mm-hmm. like, and that was that was that was one of them. So I, I you know, I think everyone's allowed at least at least one if you're doing seven races a year. So, um, In, so with, yeah, for five different teams, yeah. For so <laughs> so yeah, I mean definitely my fault i think for the majority of it um and you know i'm willing to accept that i don't really you know i don't really mind it's been a good year so uh you know still brought the car home and we were quick so uh yeah so that was it all right well we'll go like i said there's a few fan questions on that so we'll we'll i'll let them ask those questions because i I do have more but um let's talk about the championship a little bit actually because i because i don't we don't you know again this is a the the counter daily podcast we didn't have a lot of championship questions people are interested in you so um 
Let's talk Joseph here. I mean, it's not the Connor Daily podcast. This is yours as well, Jim. This is an IndyCar <laughs> podcast. I'm this just is saying not about me. There's a this lot is about our sport. 90, 95% of the questions are directed toward you. Well, and I'm not offended by that. That's I'm, all right. I'm happy about that. I, I'm, well, we are here to discuss the ins and outs of the sport. All right. So let's talk about the sport. Let's talk about the sports <laughs> champion from, from 2019, Joseph Newgarden. Yes. Um, left the door open, I would say, finishing eighth. Yeah. Um, and, and definitely, you know, if Alex. Or Simon had a slightly better day. We're talking about them as champion right now. But overall, I think. I mean, again, I don't. I don't think, I'm not going to tell you anything you haven't heard before. And by you, I mean both Connor and people yeah. listening. Is that Joseph had an incredibly consistent season? I mean, just yeah. very. He had a couple mistakes, no doubt, but for the most part, was was putting it in the top five all year. Yeah, I think the interesting, like we can all point out the top three where they struggled, right? Like Simon didn't have a great start to the year. Alex was just purely unlucky. I think at a lot of times, like actually that was the only reason probably why he wasn't closer for the championship and Joseph made mistakes. So like there's three different situations there, but Joseph ended up winning. And it's amazing to think that he is a two time IndyCar champion. Now, I mean, the guy's still very young. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if he keeps that form up, there's, you know, there's a potential for a lot more. However, I, I, I just, I, again, it's, it's going to be very tight again next year we all know that there's going to be you know alex is has come close again so he's he's going to be on fire uh colton could potentially be a championship guy you never know hopefully you know hopefully he avoids the sophomore slump um which is for some reason that happens a lot in indycar yeah um but uh but yeah pretty i think felix rosenquist as well did a great job again uh he'll he'll obviously be in a better spot to fight with dixon next year and 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 now that he's learned all the tracks um so yeah just interesting simon was always there and the 500 saves you right you you win the 500 you keep yourself in the championship for a long time so the double points are obviously huge um and that's you know it's really interesting to see how that works out but uh but yeah, I mean, Joseph just did what he had to do. I mean, there was there was nothing else there. You know, I think a lot of people were struggling with their cars and tire wear. Laguna created a very interesting environment because we hadn't raced there before, obviously. Um, so so yeah, I think it was it was cool to see that uh, those different types of strategies and people struggling with cars. Um, but uh, but yeah, in the end, you know, Joseph is a two time champion, which is. Uh, Wild, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm sure that's that's strange for you to say, yeah. just having having you know grown up with him. Yeah, I had a, I had a French journalist come up to me randomly like Saturday morning, and uh, I'd never seen this guy before. And he was like, um, "I want to ask you about how you grew up with Joseph and Alex." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> and so I talked about all of our years of raising go karts and stuff like that. And I yeah. like I've known Joseph way longer than Alex. Yeah. But uh, but it was it was it was kind of funny. I was just basically describing two other people and not myself. So. <laughs> It was funny. You're an expert on, on these uh, guys yeah, like that. I was that. like, I guess I do know them quite well. It's kind of funny. That's kind of what happens around the, I mean, journalists, uh, I can speak from experience, when you're looking yeah, to write a championship a story, you, you, you do. You go talk to the people that knew them early in their in their careers. Yeah. I know it probably tends to rub some people the, <laughs> want to no, be the wrong mind. way. I don't mind. I mean, I know I know what we did growing up. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's funny to see that. I'll be up there, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell them we'll any, you tell them any fun stories? No, I don't think so. It's just mainly all the, you know, all all the original stories. We're OG, you know, OG go-karters from Newcastle, Indiana, right? It's yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I was just, I'm trying to put into context what two championships in three years is, though. 
Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's yeah, I yeah. Mean, what, that's I like Dixon esque. I mean, Dick, yeah, yeah. How many three time IndyCar champions are there currently in the sport? Is there currently in the it? sport? Currently in the sport, like we've got Dixon. That's uh, Will's got one. Yeah, so Simon's got one. I don't really think there's a lot of like multi time IndyCar champions. Uh, really. Oh, Seb, obviously Bourdais. Yeah, he doesn't count. <laughs> That's a different series. No. no, okay, he does. I guess that, that counts. All right, well, just I mean, just you know, tell you, yeah. tell us how you feel about that. So you're right. So there's, there's, so it's a really like it's a really elite group of humans to get two, two. championships. Yeah, you know, Tony's got one. We know, like uh, people have one. Ryan's got one. Ryan's got one. Yep. Um, I think that's it. I yeah. mean, going. I mean, I think we named everybody. I'm looking up the looking up the list here. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's really interesting. It's it's one of those things that. Really elevates you, and I know I know Roger loves that. Roger's happy, yeah. Um, and yeah, I I don't see any reason why Joseph. You know, the next thing for Joseph is going to be the five hundred. Yeah, I was just going to say that I mean, that's got to be it, right? I think he's he's come very close, and I think most of us don't really care about like the championship as much as we do the five hundred. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, obviously the championship matters, right? It's yeah. a million bucks, which is one and a half million less than the Indy five hundred. Just to let you know. <laughs> Um, but it's, you know, it, it is a great thing and it's kind of, it's, it's actually, it's actually kind of funny to think about, right? In, in football, you're going for the Super Bowl. Right. In, in the NBA, you're going for the championship. Yes. In the Indy, in the IndyCar series, we have the Indy 500 and the championship. So I we know. have two things that are like really cool that you can, you know, be competing for. So, but that's the thing that drives, like, I, I remember talking to Mario Andretti about this and it drives him crazy that the 500 so overshadows the championship. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Yes, I mean, I mean, it does, but you still are competing for the championship, right? So yeah. no matter what, like I when I when I was a full time driver back in the day, <laughs> we I, I was, you know, like you you would think about the five hundred only, right? Yeah. But then after that, you're like, well, where am I in the championship yeah. after this? You know what I mean? Like, how you does ten more races to go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and it's funny because I've actually thought about points a lot more lately because it's. Like I was like since I only did the ovals, right? I was like, oh well, there's an oval points championship. Like, where yeah. am I in that? I was like, oh, we're like tenth or eleventh. Sweet, that's cool. Like that that means you're in the, you know, in the top half. Yeah. And and, uh, and yeah, so I think our series has a lot of unique things, and I and I and I liked a lot of what happened this year. Obviously, we had good TV ratings. We had a lot of good stuff going on. Obviously, on Sunday competing against the NFL, that's tough. We all know that. Yeah, that's but still, it's it was it's good that we were on network NBC. Like, yeah, it, it's and still, numbers are better. It elevates our numbers. Yep. Um, and you know, there was an article that I I think I saw from like AP that was like IndyCar le- feeling relevant again. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah, like, all right. Oh. That, yeah, like that, I think I think that's true. Like I think we that, are sort of relevant. It's a backhanded. That's a backhanded yeah. compliment a little bit. Yeah, like but, I'll take it. Yeah, I was gonna say thank yeah. you. Was that Jenna? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Well, but, Jen, you know. But I mean, it's true though. Like because like <laughs> we gotta feel we we gotta be relevant again. Like yeah. that's that's one thing that we do. And I tell you what, we had some pretty heavy hitting celebrities at the race on Sunday too, which is really cool. Like, that's we, awesome. Like, the girl that we had in the two seater that was cursing on live national television. Yeah. She's got 36 million followers on Instagram. Like, I don't 36 know if you guys million? Know that, but that is huge. That's insane. That is a lot. And I don't know how much Honda had to pay f- to get her there. Doesn't matter. I think it's worth it. Why is her name not coming to me? Lele Pons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And, like, I talked to all of them before, and they had, like, never been to that. The, one of the guys, two of the guys went to the Indy 500 this year, like okay. two of her team, because I had met those guys. <laughs> okay. And they and they were all like, oh, it's just like, because everyone thinks it's the coolest thing ever once you're here, right? Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, when you see that, 
well, how do we get them to come when we don't have to pay them? You know what I mean? Like, how, can, <laughs> how can we get them to come as our friends? As friends you know I mean? and fans, yes. And then Andre Iguodala was there, yeah. which was cool. And like, I don't know if he was having a great time, but he's, I'm sure, you know, he had a Chip Ganassi hat on. I don't know why all those celebrities end up with Scott Dixon hats on. Well, Scott's pretty I've good. seen like at least four to five people saying, gentlemen, start your engines with the Scott Dixon hat Scott Dixon hat on. Hannah? Chip's, Chip's probably, Chip probably goes over and I say, hey, buddy. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Just give big him the marketing hat. guy. Yeah, Chip. <laughs> Chip's out here hustling the 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 marketing team. Yeah, because Scott doesn't strike me as the guy that has a ton of like celebrity friends. I don't think he does. No, yeah. no, except for like John Mayer. You know, he goes to the John Mayer concert. I see best buddies with John Mayer. No, but he, he just goes to those guys. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> Five time champions, or whatever. They can just mosey on. No doubt. I mean, he. Yeah. I'm. I'm not saying he couldn't be a fan or friends with like yeah. celebrities. He just doesn't strike me as the guy who is. No, I know. Yeah, he just. You know, he's got a ton of kids. He doesn't care about that stuff. He's got forty seven children. I'd assume they all be wearing Marco hats. Marco's the friends with all the celebrities. And that's celebrities. what I would have thought too. But yeah. now I think when they get to the event, Chip hustles them. Chip right? hustles. Yeah. Chip Chip gets in there. He's a hustler. I respect <laughs> it. Hey. Hey, I mean, he's a guy's five time champion. Yeah. And if somebody says well, whose hat am I wearing, you say he's guy's five time yeah. champ. He's the best. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's that's good. All right, I was looking yeah. up by the way. There are a lot of multiple champions. Like a lot of like, I mean, but not currently in the series. No, 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 no. Yeah. I was here. I'll pull them, put them, give you the list here. Okay, this is the Wikipedia official list. List of IndyCar champions. So yeah, you mean you got obviously Foyt's got seven, Dixon's got five, Mario's got four, Seb's got four, Dario's oh, got four. This is a great list. Where and do you find this? This is Wikipedia. You just, oh, you just, you just, Wikipedia. You just apparently. pop in the uh, IndyCar champs Your podcast. You can't see what we're looking at, but yeah. this is, there's a lot of great information on the. It's, it, oh, it's the best. And and yeah, and, and if we're wrong, great. then it's not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I mean, you go through, he's, his name's now, you know, I mean, there's your, there's your guy, Sam Hornish Jr. Oh, yeah, so, okay, yeah. So it's three. Sam, yeah, he's Sam got three. three time. Um, uh, Al's got three. Bobby's got three. Rick yeah. Mears has three. Like, there's some big ones in there. But, again, not to say that he's but joining. The, like, if you're a two-time, like, that's pretty yeah. impressive. There's not a lot. No. And then when you get to three-time, it's like, oh, boy, here we are. This is, like, a real higher echelon. So, yep. that's pretty cool. I think that's that's good for Joseph. He clearly, I mean, he loves what he does. I know. Because I love it, but everything everyone would love it if you're driving for Penske. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and he's you know he's done all the work that you need. Like the guy puts in the hours. The guy's dedicated to doing you know what he needs to do. Um, he's about to get married, so life you know he's building a house. Yeah, things are going well. A cool house in Nashville. Just living the dream. This is what this is what being an adult superstar racing driver is all about. If I'm reading this right, he's the first guy to become a two time champion since. Uh, Dario, 2009. That's very interesting. So it's been a while. Here we go. You were right. right. It's been fact a- guy over here. I'm just I'm I'm just deciphering yeah. the Wikipedia information here. So no, I mean obviously huge for Joseph. Two yeah. two and three years. Team Penske doing all the things. I think you're right. I think the 500s next, and at that point he can just he can just you know drop the mic and walk away. Right. You got yeah. the five, got the 502 champions. Yeah, I think that's. Well, I don't think he's on. I'm Joseph, just, I'm just Joseph kidding. will be a guy to, who's going to race till he's 47. For yeah, sure, a thousand percent because he's going to be like a specimen of an athlete still at like 45, <laughs> doing 27 triathlons. <laughs> he's going to have he's going to have 14 kids too. He's going to be like a um, like a Mormon family. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Have his own baseball team. That'll be good. Or wait, is, are the Mormons the one with a lot of children? No. Okay. Yeah. The, do they have a lot of wives? Right. You're right. I'm not yeah, gonna. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna dive into this me. too far with you. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. This isn't a. <laughs> we shouldn't do that. Let's go to questions then. Okay. <laughs> no, we, no. I want to go to the other the other guys. The okay. other guys. Simon, you, you got you get to, you get to bask in your Simon prediction a little bit here. Yep. 
I mean, we go. This guy was he gets better as the car goes. Set I mean, the stage, yeah, because everybody doubted Simon coming in the year based on what. I'll set the stage, I guess, based on what he had to happen last year. He had yep. a rough year on road and street courses last year. It was pretty good on ovals. He's getting used to the car. Getting used to the car. Yep. And everyone comes out and says Simon is not only not a championship contender, but might get replaced at Team Penske. Yeah. And you said, well, it, uh, no, because he gets he gets like his. The interesting thing with Simon is it takes him a while to get used to uh, like a like a chassis or like a new car, but when he does get there, he's very technically like he's very technically savvy. So him and his engineer, when they know, they know what they need, <clears throat> and that is that is really respectful. Like that, like that's that's like I think where Kanan struggles. Like he doesn't know what he needs still. Like my dad wrote about in his book. Like yeah, technically Kanan, I think. I think he knows where he's strong. Like when he had a teammate like Dario, very good. When he yeah. has when he has good, technically strong teammates, I think he does he does he does well. Um, and don't get me wrong, very good driver. Like Montoya yeah. was very similar. Montoya needed like you know <clears throat> technically savvy teammates to be you know to be on that okay. program. But he would outdrive anyone, right? And it's the same with Tony. Like Tony, Tony will drive incredibly well. Um, as long as the car is underneath him, right? <clears throat> and in a Foyt situation, that's that's tough because the cars are not there, obviously, yet. Um, so yeah, so I think Simon take it, it's like how my weekends go. Like I don't, I never am going to top the charts in first practice yeah. or second practice. But by the time it gets to third practice and qualifying, like that's when I want to be sorted out. Okay, you know? and and so it's the same with Simon, but like season wise, like you got to. Well, because I don't have a season, so I have to do like third third practice is when I have to really, really get going. <laughs> There's no choice. Yeah, I, I don't have two <laughs> two year deals. Um, so yeah, so Simon, it's it's a process for him, and I think uh, since everything is going to stay pretty consistent for next year, other than like the aero screen, yeah, which I hate. Um, I I don't I, I think Simon could probably be quite strong again next year, unless you know unless something weird happens. But I don't see why he wouldn't be. Uh, strong. The only thing that will be like interesting is like if it's a slow start for him again. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But that's if, he what start, yeah. if he starts strong, everyone's in trouble. He did that. I mean, he, that's yeah. when he won the championship before. He was yep. just like you he couldn't touch him. Three and races yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. that was it. We're in trouble if that happens. And so, do you think the aero screen is something that could mess with that a little bit? No, it's it's not going to change the car. I mean, it adds weight, and so the mechanical balance will be a little bit different, and it changes aerodynamic profile slightly. But uh, that's why those Penske engineers and every, all of our engineers. Get paid the big bucks to uh, to try and navigate around that. So well, before we get to we get to Alex and Scott, I think because those are pretty much the the four championship contenders. Yeah. I want to ask you about um, briefly touch on on Will. Um, yeah, because I think he just I that guy looked fast to me all year, and he just made a few mistakes in the middle yeah. of the season that really ended up costing him. Well, it just goes to show you how hard it is to win a championship, right? Like you got to be like we saw Will winning races and like qualifying on pole and stuff like that, but always. I mean, and he finished second, and you know, in, in in at Laguna, but his end of the season was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. But but it's just you can't have things go wrong. Like you have to be there all year long, at least in like if he would have finished one position better in like four races, right? Like that's you could potentially be talking about him in the championship fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's how close it is. It seems like his career i mean like you look back at a guy like will and you see all the wins and you see all the polls and and you just go that guy only has one championship yeah i know yeah and it's got and and his numbers are like not that far off from scott's yeah and scott's got five and it's like it just it's i think he's like the ultimate you look at the seasons and things break one way or the other and this is that's how it can happen we saw i mean will i know will has one of the classic like was up by a bunch of points going into the final race and lost one and yeah 
The guy probably should be a multiple time champion. Yes, and and I wouldn't count him out. Like no, no, going forward, right? Like you, like Will, you know, Will makes one less mistake, and two, again, it's like you you have two slightly better races. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't hit the wall the last ten laps at Indy, you know, and probably damages his car because I saw it. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe he finishes slightly better there. Who knows? Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I. I it just goes to show you how hard it is to win a championship, for sure. Uh, that's you know that's how it is. Speaking of the guy that you know, the former champion, he's no longer the reigning champion officially. Yes. Joseph is the reigning champion, but Scott finishes fourth in the championship, which is far down for him. Honestly, he doesn't. There's not a lot of times where he finishes outside of the top three. Yeah, what a terrible thing that must be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like what a difficult situation. Connor's 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 crying. You guys can't three, you guys yeah. can't see, but he's shedding tears right Sorry, now. Sorry, Scott. Darn. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think uh, I, there's nothing to be said. I mean, we know he's going to be in the top three in the championship next year. Probably yeah, just fighting it out, not so. betting against him. I was well. What I, I guess I wanted to ask you was: we see Felix wins Rookie of the Year, yes. finishes sixth in the championship. Um, the guy clearly has a world of talent. Yeah, and uh, is that going to make? I, I I wondered if that was going to make Scott better this year. Didn't end up helping him out. But again, now that now that Felix kind of has the the lay of the land for IndyCar, has, has been everywhere before. Do you expect that to make Scott and and Felix stronger next year? Or no? Yes. Not, yes. Okay. Thousand percent. That's going to be a very strong team. Felix. Felix is really good. I mean, we all knew that coming going in. Yeah. Um. And obviously, the guy had to you know some things to learn about ovals. It it all it'll it'll depend on how well he does on ovals next year. Obviously, because that's a big part of our championship. Right? Yeah. A huge part. Um. And I'm sure he'll get better. Uh. But um. But yeah, I mean, the guy the guy can put together a pretty mega lap on on road courses. Um. Some of the street courses, I'm sure he's going to get used to as well. But yeah, that's that's a power team, and you know, are Ganassi going to add a car? Like, are, there's rumors of you know, yeah. Askew running, maybe getting in there, which again would be the best deal a rookie could have ever. Yeah, which is, I mean, if you're going to be at Ganassi, goodness gracious, sign me up for that program. <laughs> um, but hopefully, he's got enough money to make that happen because he doesn't hire Americans. So uh, you better, you better, uh, you better have you know a good good bit of help there. Um, but, uh, but Oliver deserves it, obviously he's a champion. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think that team's going to be very strong, very, very strong. Felix and Scott, I mean, those guys are going to push each other. Clearly we saw mid Ohio and they have a lot of respect for each other, I think already. So, and Scott knows that Felix is going to be really good. So who knows? Is Scott a guy that like Joseph is going to be driving until he's 47. Do you think Scott? in, in IndyCar? Cause he's already, I mean, he's almost 40 now. Yeah. I mean, if you're making the money he's making, <laughs> just keep going, pumping out the kids that he's pumping out, you're going to have to keep making money for a certain amount of time. <laughs> hey, Scott's highest paid IndyCar driver without a doubt. So yeah. you gotta, oh yeah. So you gotta, you gotta keep doing that as long as you can. I guess I was going to say, I don't know how much longer you can keep doing it, but hey, Tony just had a kid. So I guess you can keep, you can keep, you can keep going. Well, to- yeah, but Scott, Scott's in championship contention. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, Tony's, Tony's just, well, Scott's, you know, Scott's riding in McLarens and, and Ferraris. Tony's driving, uh, Tony's driving the, um, the, the children hauling vans. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's two different positions, but yes, both of them are going to keep hanging on as long as they can. I just, yeah, I was not what I was going for. I was going for the fact that they're both older gentlemen who are continuing to have children. They are, but totally different positions. <laughs> yes, correct. Yes. One at the front, one at the back. Yes, that is that is very, very but true. But again, they, have, they both are champions of the Indy 500. They're both our champions of the series. Yes, they are. So when you do that in IndyCar, you could be there forever. You can... I, yeah, and Tony forever. looks like he's gonna keep he's gonna keep going at least. And if year. your name is Takuma Sato, you can be in IndyCar forever. 
Hey, he won races this year. He's a big winner. Yeah, he's, I know. Won, he's won races this year. Good for that guy. Back at, I saw. <laughs> yeah, we saw him at dinner on Sunday night. It was really interesting. Alex, I was at dinner with Alex Sunday night after the race. Tell us what happened. Takuma was at the same restaurant. Yes. <laughs> what? And tell us what happened. Oh man, it's it's really. <laughs> I was like, hey, Alex, Takuma's over there with like a big group, obviously, and Bob Bob Ray Hall's there too. And uh, and like Takuma comes over afterwards, obviously, good, and, uh, and instead comes up to Alex, uh, "Hey, tough season." I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, "Oh boy!" I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "He just fought for the championship," but it's but like Takuma doesn't mean it bad, right? Like no. he's still there's obviously a translation a little aspect bit. still a little bit. there, yeah. Um, but it was funny to see them talk, and and like it was it was not as it was happier than I expected. So I think we're all on good terms there good. now just to let everyone know. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the interaction uh, because we had a guy there, our friend Ben, uh, Ben Priest, who did who was part of a sponsorship deal for Takuma like way long ago in the KV days, like the Mona V KV oh, days. Okay. And he was there. He's like, oh my gosh, no way. I haven't seen this guy since like 2011. Classic Mona V. That car was so ugly. <laughs> the green Lotus livery with the Mona V on it was so funny. <laughs> oh, I love classic IndyCar days, though. I would I would have driven it for sure. You guys got to start doing throwbacks. You just gotta, oh, a million percent. You got to start doing them. I, Even like the ugly ones. I want to see listen them. To this, if you listen to this podcast... Create a hashtag about throwbacks. Just do hashtag IndyCar throwback. You guys we need, need it to happen. Uh, the teams are going to have to spend extra money to make it happen, but they all are rich, so it's fine. You guys shouldn't be um, jealous of many things that NASCAR does, but that NASCAR throwback weekend, sure. oh my gosh. I, like That's oh. so good. If we had a couple Penske cars roll out in white and red. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, couldn't, you couldn't write what you needed nope, to write. but write it, but you know, it doesn't matter. Put Hitachi on yeah, there. Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what you'd have to do anyway. Yeah. You might as well make it look like that. Oh, man. That, yeah, we got. there's a lot of potential we could do with that. you so. got to start doing throwbacks. Tweet us your favorite throwback liveries. And do we'll, it. And, we'll, and I'll send them to all the team owners because I have to talk to them all the time anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always next- talking to them. Hey. Sam, <laughs> let's run this next year. I'll say, by the way, in my next yeah. contract, I get at least hey, three throwbacks. Ed, yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, so guys, there we go. You guys got to do them. Um, yeah, well, bold, bold of bold of, bold of Takuma. I, you know what? I thought Takuma and Alex were, they were okay at Andretti when they were teammates. Well, we're all adults here. Yeah. You know, so. No, but they were, they were, I thought they were, they got along, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Your teammates. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that always, that always means you get along for sure. Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of my teammates really talked to me this weekend. <laughs> very, very tense environment in there for a while. Well, what was it's the, very tense. What were the what were the marching orders on terms of Alex being a champion? And what? well, I mean, obviously, you know, we wanted to see him win, right? But yeah. you can't do anything. I mean, you can't like you can't go run like into Colton's Joseph. Obviously, not going to give up a win. Clearly, or you know, I, I was not going to do that if I was in that position. Um, but uh, but yeah, we obviously know that that if the team wins a championship, that's great. However. None of us were in a position to really help at all, so that was that was tough. Yeah, that's that's a interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Okay, sometimes la- we have strong tracks. Sometimes we don't. Yeah, you guys. Like I said, I I mean, can you can you dive into it at all the difference between Colton and what the Andretti crew, the rest of the Andretti crew, was doing, or no? I cannot. Okay. Yeah, I cannot. Okay. But it is there's something there that is pretty magical. So. Yes. And he's done a great job. I. I mean, I say not, I'm not, I'm not, a ton of polls, ton I'm of wins. Not trying to take away from the kids' accomplishments. Yeah, I'm just curious as to what the difference is between. It certainly is. It certainly boggles our brains. 
but um but that's part of racing and there's there there are guys that come in and do that and you're like man that's incredible yeah and to give um, to give see that a lot those guys credit you're a big nathan fan as well nathan oh yeah huge I, well, whole, uh, that whole team, all yeah, those mechanics, right. too, because I've driven with those guys when they didn't have the resources, right? Right. And they're still the same mechanics, putting that car together, doing great jobs. Yeah. So, you know, they're really good people over there. Okay. Well, do we get to, we talked to Alex, we talked to Simon, and we talked to the rookies a little bit. We can get into those a little bit later. Nah, we don't really care about them. It had a good year, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. It's a good year for the rookies. Colton, I got, what, Felix finishing sixth, Colton winning two races, finishing seventh. And then yeah. Santino obviously had a very good year up until up until Sunday. He finishes thirteenth, and then yeah, Marcus Marcus is down at seventeenth. I just I, saw something very interesting on Twitter, by the way. But what you see? Joseph Newgarden will make an exhibition run around the Charlotte Roval in the number two Penske Delara following the NASCAR Cup Series qualifying this Friday. That will be very funny because he will go like forty five seconds quicker than those cars why? around there. Why? <laughs> why are they doing? I don't that? know. Anyway, this is just random Twitter news that we always keep up to date with. Here. You're great on that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very funny. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see him ruin the lap times of that place. So that's going to be funny. Well, speaking of which, I saw that uh, Mr. Mark Miles, who had talked to me a couple months ago about like kind of kind of poo pooing the whole NASCAR IndyCar yeah, doubleheader, running an IndyCar at the same track, yeah. walking 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 those that those comments back a little bit. Now we're running an IndyCar at a track with NASCAR at the same weekend. Seems like something I, things are happening. I like that. I say let's fire it up. I know. I I. I there's some details that need to be sorted out, but I think yes, it's a good idea. There's, yeah. It's a good idea. All right, let's get into some questions because yeah. we've talked about all the things we're going to talk about. So we're going to start with Jack at Jack's one, and it just, just says, Connor, what happened in the corner with Marco? I think you should have booted him. Yeah, oh, well, I see. I, I don't know what the TV saw. I don't I don't really. I didn't, I didn't watch the race, obviously. I, I won't ever watch the race. Um, but... But yeah, honestly, like the 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 inside of the the track was getting a lot of marbles. Like our tires were wearing like crazy, and there was offline. If you would have seen it, it was so dirty and so slick. And if you were going to make a move in turn one, you had to go into those marbles. Yeah. And <clears throat> so when I hit the brakes there, it was a little bit slicker than I thought. Yes, and my left front locked quite aggressively. But I had expected. What I expected at least was was Marco to drive it straighter into the corner. Because I was already coming down the inside. Yeah. Um, could I have made it more? You know. You know. Could I have gone a little bit more aggressive down the inside? Yes. But I also didn't expect to be run like I also I just didn't expect the situation because it you know for me it it only would have slowed us both down had we you know gone tried to go side by side through that corner. Yeah. And I thought that it was going to be one of those just all right here we go. Like he's on a different strategy. If anything, he would lose more time by trying to battle this out than than me. Um, and and then yeah, so so it, it is what it is. I mean, obviously we're racing, and I get it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just one of those things that I didn't expect. Uh, I should have been smarter. If it wasn't Marco, I wouldn't have even tried to you know make that move until I had a better run. Yeah. Um, but because it was my teammate, you know, I was like, all right, this is you know this is sort of just going to happen. And it didn't. So, yeah, it was a shame. You talked to him after about that? About nope. the, just about what happened? I didn't. I just said, uh, I just said, you know, sorry for, you know, misjudging the apex, the, the marbles there on the on the inside. And he said, yeah, sorry for you too. That sucks. And I was like, yep. So. Okay. So it's that simple. Yeah. It's just a shame. I mean, I mean, I could say a lot more, but like, there's no point. Like, okay. I, 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 it's on me. Like, it's on the overtaking car. But, you know, when it's your teammate, when it, when you're told certain information on the radio, you know, 
you expect I expected something different. So. Well, I got the next two. The next two questions are very similar in this. So if you want to, do you want to go yeah. into detail? You can. If not, but I'll Michael Wakefield. Go ahead. Your incident appeared to be Marco chopping you off at the first apex of turn two, not marbles, as you PC tweet indicated. <laughs> this is a tweet with some heat behind yeah, it. I, I mean, yes. he put incident in quotes, like, marbles in quotes. Jeez, some cars drivers could come from the back of the field to the front. Others were stuck riding around. I don't think anyone came from the back to the front, really. I mean, Felix was probably the guy who made the most progress, um, and I was sort of on his. I was trying to follow him through. Um but yeah, I didn't know how many people were making any passes. I didn't see anyone make any passes on the track, but I passed like at least three or four cars, so it was it was going well. Um, but we were really good out of turn eleven, the last corner, and get down the front straight. So that was that was really helpful. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the you know when I talk about the you know the him sort of apexing a little bit in the more of the middle of the track than I thought. Yeah. Yes that 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 would be. Um, you know, that would be true, but realistically, yeah, I mean, I had my front locked because of the marbles. So there was, you know, there was a couple things that, you know, caused that. And honestly, the only reason you spin there is because you don't want to actually drive into the side of them. Like I did clip him, but I could have just driven into him and yeah. like not spun and yeah. probably, you know, I don't think I would have spun him either, but like it would have been more of a contact. So yeah, I just, I, I was trying to do situational avoidance there. <laughs> I wanted to ask you real quick that I read some things about the track. I thought there was more passing than people anticipated. Yeah. Um, both Simon and Will, from in the quotes that I saw, both begged uh, Laguna Seca officials not to repave the track. Yeah. Like they like it the way it is. What, what, what did you think about that? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's it's very slick, very difficult to make happen, make, make, a, make a proper lap happen. So, yeah, I, I think whatever. I'm down with whatever, either way. Okay, I, 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 I they, it seems like some of those guys like will like like the tracks that have character. Yeah, is putting yeah. it nicely, and and yeah. and they like that it kind of creates some tire degradation and does some weird things to the track. Yeah, but a smoother, more consistent surface. I mean, it's is what? it's smooth. Like okay. the track is really smooth. Okay, it's just so old. It just has no grip. Okay, so it's just it's just super 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 low grip. Okay, yeah. So you you'd be fine either way on repave versus no repave. Uh, yes, I'm okay with either. I'll go with either. Okay. Because I think a repave there would be really, like, we'd be really fast. Yeah. But would it wear the tires as much? Probably not. Probably. Tire wear is the only thing that created overtaking. Right. Yeah. And that's what, I think that's what they were, that, that's what their yeah. point was. It was that, good. They need that. Exactly. And because I, I know there was a lot of, like, people looking in going, I don't think there's going to be a lot of passing going yeah, on here. But you and I think I talked about this, like, yeah. early in the year and said, it might be kind of boring. I, yeah. And every time I said, I said, it'll only happen if we have tire yeah. wear. And we did. Good. So. Well then, yeah. maybe they should leave it alone because that's yep. a, that's a good that makes makes for a good show. And they look like a good crowd. And what did you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, Ish. I was there two I mean, weekends in a row, so I saw the sports car crowd, and yeah. then I saw the IndyCar crowd, and the IndyCar crowd seemed really healthy, but also the sports car crowd did too. Okay, so, <clears throat> you know, I'm not really sure. I think it was good. Okay, I feel like there was a lot of people there. Okay, that's a good thing. All right, yeah. This is the last one I think on your uh, on your incident with Marco. Yeah. This is Ozzy Nolan at Nolan Austin Seven. Sorry about your slight. Off in turn one, however, it looks like Marco could have given you more track space. You must have been disappointed in qualifying group one and being in being just, I guess, two tenths of a second off the top six. Hoping to see you in twenty twenty back full time. Yeah, the qualifying thing really made me angry. Um, but we had all four championship contenders in that group, so it was it was really stout. Like that group Rough. was yeah. you know, you had Bourdais as well, you had all those guys. Um and and yeah, we, we we missed it. I mean, we just I I was not I we couldn't get any pace out of the car on new tires all weekend. 
um, the, it was it was very difficult to get a peak like qualifying lap, which is what you really want out of it. Um, and and yeah, we just we just missed it by a little bit. I mean, you get one lap to do it um, because our you know that's how the tires work, and we just didn't have enough. So you know, to be seventh though, I mean. I'm not really upset about that. You know, two road course qualifyings, we were ninth and 13th. Like that's, you know, that's way better than where I start, was qualifying in my first two full-time seasons. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Pretty happy with how we've improved in qualifying. Um, and yeah, it, it was a shame, but you can't always have the right car for qualifying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. still out qualified half my teammates. I was just going to ask you that. You know, yep. That's, that's what it's all about. But Brian and Alex, obviously, they know what these cars do, and the Andretti car was such a different platform for me to drive compared to the Schmidt car or anything else I've driven this year. Yeah, I mean, it's I cannot explain how different they feel and how different it is because it's it's an entirely different package to drive, and it was very difficult for me. In terms of being, you know, and you've kind of talked about this, it was an important weekend, kind of in a way an audition for other teams. Does, yeah. does qualifying help in that, like... Like you said, you you were right there with Ryan, and you were ahead of Marco and Zach in terms of your teammates there. Or how did how how is that interpreted? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't think it's bad. But, okay. You know, it's not it's not in the top ten. So, okay. You know, I'm always more harsh to judge myself than anyone. But okay. Um, but you got to think about the situation still, and and it, it was interesting. All right, Andrew at Andy Jones six seven zero four frequent uh, question submitter. Thank you, Andrew. Who's the next driver to pick up their first career win? And are there any surprise names being mentioned for next season, either in a full time ride or Indy only? Um, first career win, uh, hopefully me. Uh, that would be neat. Um, I, I don't know though, honestly. Probably Rosenquist. I, I mean, Rosen, Rosenquist is the easy. Felix is my first guess. The easy yeah. favorite there. Um, and surprise names for next season. Uh, it just depends on who McLaren goes with. I mean. I haven't I haven't heard anyone else in that in the running for that seat. Um, I mean, I know there are at least like you know me and two others or one or two others. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I haven't really heard. I mean, I'm sure like both Oliver Askew and Renus VK want to be in IndyCar somehow. Yeah. Um, you know, it depends on their budgets. Uh, you know, other than that, Indy only, you know, I, I just assume Alonzo is going to come back. And then other than that, I, uh, the usual suspects, maybe get, you, know? a, you don't think we'll get a, we'll get a Bush brother to, to come over and do it. I mean, they keep talking about it, but I, I don't follow, I, I don't, I don't follow Kyle Bush anymore. I don't like him on the internet, so I don't really, I don't really care what he has to say or do. Okay. <laughs> what about but well, Kurt Bush is awesome. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he's, I, I don't think he's really talking about doing that much though anymore. Okay. But for sure, I know Kyle's interested, and I even was talking to Denny Hamlin about it too, and he he really wants to do it. Does he? Yeah, I, that'd be we fun. Had talked about it a couple times, so okay. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. But I, 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 who knows? I mean, Kyle Larson, I talked to him about it too when they were here for the brickyard. He seems to waffle on that. Yeah, I don't know what he he. I think he's still on the dangerous side. Yeah, he's got a family too now. Yeah, that's but that's what it I was sounds like. Man, to me. it's not bad. Come on, like <laughs> they we're pretty safe. I would. I'm going to throw out a couple other names in terms of first wins. Okay. What about what about Spencer? What about Jack? Uh, nope, it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> you exactly. shot those down pretty quick. Both those guys. Spencer. You don't think Spencer can win in Iowa? Uh, I, I, assuming Joseph's not there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Gonna, unless Joseph has like mono or like his somehow broken broke his a leg arms or yeah in a tractor combine accident. You know what I mean? Like no chance. Okay, and then Jack, but Jack, Jack was pretty. He was running the top three at the yes. GP. He ran at the top three. Some like, uh, but was dead last in Laguna Seca. The poor guy. He was struggling. Like that's it. It. 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay. you never, you, in IndyCar, you could nail it. And maybe Jack and okay. Jack being with his – I mean, obviously, nothing's official yet. You never know where Michael Shank Racing is going <laughs> to oh, be, obviously. But, here comes the PC uh, Connor, yeah. yeah but, uh, <laughs> obviously, there's going to be a switching of teams there, not not for Jack, but like no. for the organization. Um, they're obviously – I think everyone knows that they're obviously not with Schmidt next year because their Schmidt is now McLaren. Yes, they're they're going to um, possibly team Chevrolet. up with the, I would guess that they're they're, they're, they're going to be teaming with a team that rhymes with Fandretti. If that is that is that fair? There's a potential there. I think, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, I don't know how people don't know that yet. Um, but yeah, so it's it's uh, you know I think I think he'll have a good chance to do something because okay. obviously being with Andretti is great. Yeah, but let me tell you the 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 platform that Schmidt runs and the platform that Andretti has very different, like a very different uh, mechanical balance, okay. very different feel. So it, it takes a different driving style to adjust to the Andretti car, as I just learned. Yeah. Um. So it. I remember. I always remember Joseph when I talked to Joseph about when his first year at Penske. I was like, "What's it like? Is it just magical?" He's like, "Honestly, the car is so hard to drive." Really? Yeah. Okay. But it's something you get used to. It's, yeah. It's a. It's a. They obviously have a certain way they like to run the cars, and they're very fast. And it takes some time to get used to, as it did with Simon. I would say Simon had with, to do the you know, Schmidt to Penske thing, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a, I think it's similar to Andretti. Obviously, they have really fast cars in places, but they're probably doing it a certain way, and it's it's hard to drive. But okay. you know what? It does. You know, you got to make it happen. I'm gonna. So you're gonna just stick with Felix and nobody else on that list, and yep, you, and you, Felix. you and Felix, Felix and me. Okay. All right. I'm gonna put those other two guys on the list and say there's okay, a chance. You can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. My predictions have gone so well so far, I'm going to keep making them. There you go. Uh, Donnie Green at Donnie underscore Green. Trevor Carlin mentioned having interest in your driving for Carlin Racing, but had to wait and see if you'd be with McLaren. Is that something somewhat, is that something somewhat official that you'll be full-time next year in some way? Did I misunderstand? Uh, yeah, that's a huge misunderstanding, <laughs> sadly. Donnie, I know you're a great fan of mine. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean... You can't take anything seriously in IndyCar uh, unless you're rich, uh, and then you can just do whatever you want. Just, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's you know Trevor Trevor I would we would love to be there, but Trevor can't just flat out hire me. Uh, you know there needs to be a sponsorship element right. there. Um, and you know I, I was talking to Trevor after the race. You know we were I, I actually hadn't seen him since after Gateway or anything. So you know we were talking about all the the good times we had. Um, and then you know the McLaren thing. Uh, no, I think I think it's just you know we're we're just we've obviously talked to them. Obviously, and you know, I talking to Zach, talking to Sam Schmidt. Obviously, I mean I drove, I raced for them this year essentially. So um, you know don't know how that situation progresses. I mean this is this is the Tuesday after after the final race of the season. So you know people are going to kind of chill for a little bit and then and then start really you know getting things going. So. Nothing is nothing is anything anywhere near official, and realistically, the only shot at a full time ride I have is if is if we have a certain level of funding, or or McLaren decides to you know to go with me. So I don't know. We'll see. Where well, are you? You you mentioned I texted a few people after the race. They're going on vacation, enjoying nice things. What are you doing? You gonna enjoy the end of the season? Uh, no, here? nothing. I'm not doing any. I don't have any vacation. I didn't haven't made money in like three years, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going on vacation. I still got to pay off debts, and then I'll do a vacation next year's for vacation. Okay, so what's your? Once I pay off my two hundred and fifty thousand dollar debt from the Indy Five Hundred last year. I'll uh, I'll go on vacation. <laughs> so what is the next? Uh, what does the next couple months look like for Connor Daly, other than trying to find a ride? Obviously, that'd be priority one. I mean, that's it, really. I mean, the Lamborghini World Finals are in Spain, yeah. October twenty fifth. Uh, potentially have to do that 
I mean, I, I do have to do that uh, unless an IndyCar team signs me before then and tells me that I can't. You can't. Do it. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, that I, I don't really know. I mean, I got got some meetings, got some events, small events to do here and there. Um. But it's just going to be you know pursuing people and seeing what people need and, and making sure our the, the Air Force is ready to go for next year and wherever situation that may be and then see what happens. All right. Hit the next one because this is a very specific counter question. You can't spell dumb without David. That's not the part I was talking about. That's a great name. <laughs> Dwayne Eleven Dwayne. Um, hey, Connor, we met at Belle Isle earlier this year and talked about insulin. Um, as a fellow type 1 diabetic, how do you manage your diabetes over the course of a race weekend? I really, really hope to see you in a full-time IndyCar ride in 2020. Enjoy this terribly awkward picture of us. You should it's see. a great picture. Did you see it? Oh, so they said, yeah. great. Okay, good. I did see it. Uh, first of all, my name is Philip one n <laughs> Well, his name. That's all right. Though. His name does that's include. Fine. You can't spell dumb without David. Totally he makes fine. makes a mistake. It happens. No, that's all right. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I've been doing the diabetes thing for a long time now. Uh, it's just all about management. I mean, ch- making sure I always, you know, I wear a Dexcom G six, uh, always monitoring my blood sugar. I mean, it's it's just you always just have to keep track of it. That's all. I mean, it's just it's a matter of of being prepared and having the resources around you to make sure that you can take care of yourself, whether you're going high or low and it's the same thing every time before a race um you know get my blood sugar to go a certain direction uh and then have it exactly where i need it for the race and it's easy to predict because once you get in the car the adrenaline cures everything and the adrenaline just keeps you going um keeps it keeps your body uh, at a very high level um and that's it and and all the you know in all the years that i've had diabetes while racing i've never once had an issue so I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, seems like it's working for you. Yeah. All right, Connor, or I'm sorry, Kevin at Zippy, Zippy Fish? Zippy Fish. Connor's real first first big mistake of the year. Every driver pushing makes one, even Newgarden. Reflecting on the weekend and the season, for that matter, how do you grade yourself out? Yeah, first real big mistake. Yeah, well, Joseph made more than one. But, yeah, it's, I mean, I think it went well this year, honestly. I'm not, I'm not, not opposed to, uh, you know, admitting that we made a mistake, but, you know, it's also... There's also situations that, you know, we shouldn't have been there in the first place, right? Yeah. We, we had a, you know, we had a bad pit stop, which is, you know, which is no fault of the team. I mean, we're, it was our first pit stop of the year to, you know, well, since the Indy 500 together and we had some new people and yeah, these things happen. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even say anything over the radio, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's like, Hey, we're winning and lose as a team, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, I think it's been it's been a good year. Um, you know, no mistakes apart from that one, essentially. And realistically, you know, we didn't wreck a car or anything. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's uh, it, it's been awesome. You know, we've qualified well, we've raced really well. Um, you know, we even haven't really been the luckiest either. I mean, there's there's a couple races, Texas and Iowa, where you know should have been in the top 10 probably and yeah. Pocono where we're, we're starting to make progress and the race finishes because it rains. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of situations where we have had a lot, like there's never been a race where I thought we were going backwards, which yeah. is, which is really good. Um, and Indy obviously was, <clears throat> you know, I think one of the highlights, um, you know, Indy was so strong and, and, and to be running at the front all day there and still having a decent finish, um, you know, was really important. So yeah, I, I I I I have to be proud of it. I think I've been more confident than ever. I think I've matured a lot as a driver now, uh, and I think that's why you know people keep hiring me. I guess, um, at least I hope so. And then yeah, I mean it. it there, like after twenty eighteen, you know, I didn't. 
I I had no shot at being on the grid in any in anything, um, unless the Air Force made it happen, and they did, and we we had one race deal, right? But now I you know now in this off season I feel like you know if I only did one race I would be surprised. You yeah, know be, what I mean, so well, like be moving backwards a little bit, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we're in a better position, you know, to do multiple races next year and have that sorted out earlier rather than later. Uh, full time is still a stretch. It's still, you know, it, there, there's just not enough seats. Um, you know, people are still in contract and, and, and sponsors are in play and, and, uh, you know, I don't have, uh, you know, a full budget in my hands. Um, so yeah, so, you know, I think we did well enough to prove to people, hopefully that, you know, in, in all the different situations we can adapt and, uh, you know, adapt and continue to get better. Um, but it's just, how much are people willing to, you know, side with the fact that it is so difficult to go from team to team yeah. and to just, and to just get thrown in no simulator time, no testing, nothing like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, just get in and go. And, and it's, it's, it is very difficult and there are no other drivers who are in that position that I can be judged against. So it's hard to, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard to really say how difficult it is because I don't think many drivers ever in the history of IndyCar have been, you know, been through yeah. as many teams and cars and certainly short time, short spans. Um, so, so yeah, it's, I think we can be happy with it, but I'll depend. It, it all depends on what kind of contract we find for next year. You were asked this question, I think 177 times when, when you announced the deal with Andretti and then all throughout May was, is your, career kind of on the line with how things went with the 500 and you tried very much i think your answer every time was i'm not thinking about that i'm just thinking about the race are you able to reflect a few months later and say because of how well we did at indy it turned into x y and z and now there's a potential for me to do like was was that race as big as everyone thought it was going in i think so yeah i think um i think it was very important and it, and it did you know, we're the fastest man of the year this year, right? We did the fastest lap, you know, of, of any Indy car this year at the Speedway, which is really cool. Um, you know, we were we, we had a lot of really good highlights of this year, you know, qualifying in the top 10, doing doing a lot of cool things on track, having a great time. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it, it all stemmed from Indy, though. You know what I mean? That whole month, whether it was, you know, some of the stuff on Fast Friday, some of the stuff during the race, qualifying, um, you know, I think, I think it was all very confident, inspiring. Um, and then, you know, the confidence that we built after Indy <clears throat> led into the rest of the year for sure. So what's the, what's, the, I'm, I'm going to make you, I'm going to do like the weird journalist thing and make you put a grade. Is it like a B, B plus? Is that where you're at? Um, I hate grading myself. I will never do it. Somebody asked so, you to do it. I'm not, even, I it's not even me. It. You're, no. not gonna, you're not going to do it. I'm not going to put a letter on my name because <laughs> if you say A, you're a douche. That's why I, that's say, why. If you say C, well, you're just, you know, that's you're just undercut. You're like, oh, well, you know. Oh. That's why then I said. I sound like, then I sound like I did a terrible job. That's why I gave you the BB plus thing. Because that, that, that was right in the middle. You're not, you're not overselling it. You're not underselling it. It was right, it was right there. But you're not going to go there. You're just going to ignore me. Well, I'd say A if I didn't make, if I didn't spin underneath Marco. Okay. B plus since I did. Because of that. Look at that. See, that wasn't that painful. That was pretty painful. All right. All right. Just me at Charles Colino 1. Connor and McLaren, Newgarden to Haas F1 and 20, and Fire Romain. Ray Hall to Steinbrenner with Colton and Marco to Ray Hall to team, to team with Sato. Are you guys keeping up with all this? Yep. This would be a great start. I can dream about perfect open rail racing, can't I? I don't know if there's a question in there. What is this, a fantasy team? <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> 
Well, there's one uh, part of that I found interesting though. What? Joseph wins the 500. Does does he does, does he try to make something in F one happen? No I know. chance. No, they don't care about us. Literally, Haas okay. is not an American team. I know, so that's not a real thing. Um, so yeah, I, it's it's they don't consider us humans, obviously. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that'll never happen. No IndyCar driver is going to go from IndyCar to F one. Okay, sadly, that's just how it is. <clears throat> okay, unless they bring eighty million dollars with them, um, then you could go anywhere. <clears throat> do you but, still do you think Joseph still is interested? Just oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah, Joseph. Joseph definitely wants to do Formula One, hundred percent. Okay, and uh, and maybe you know, yeah, maybe they will eventually finally fire those two guys and and at Haas F one and figure it out. But until then, I don't know what's going to go on. They just keep hitting each other and crashing into each other. Seems like a great team. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ray Hall to Steinbrenner, that's no idea where that came from. That's never going to happen. Colton, Marco, and Ray Hall to Team Masato, that's never going to happen. But you know what? It sounds cool. Yeah, I would we say can I, always dream. I have no, I have no problem with this really guy. interesting situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have no problem. I've often dreamt of what cool teams would be, you know. And, yeah. Do you, ever, do you ever dream of yourself as a like a Penske driver? Like you're just like, or is that never? No, Jim, I don't because that's too much of a fantasy. <laughs> I, I, I like to live sort of near reality, not like, not like doing drugs type of reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's that. That's that kind of a dream. I hope you told that journalist asked you about Joseph. That's what you said. What? I don't do drugs and dream about driving. Yeah, <laughs> dream exactly, about driving for yeah. Penske. If if I was a person who did some sort of a drug, then I assume <laughs> that I would dream about Penske. Then. <laughs> All right, Cameron Daly at Cam Daly twenty five. Will you be doing any more dirt races over the winter? I assume he's asking you, not me. I'm thinking you were five to six races from being competitive. You looked better at the BC39. I don't think so. I, I, I honestly, like, I'm happy doing it maybe once or twice a year. But other than that, I, I that world hasn't doesn't really, I don't think they really like having me around. Um, but uh, but I, I enjoy it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I also just have to be careful. I mean, it's pretty dangerous to get in those things, especially when you're not, like, super fitted to the car and you're just kind of, go and just sit in something yeah um but it was a lot of fun bc39 was a great time really really enjoyed it um a lot of fun yeah i mean we, we had a great little uh d main there or something we had a, i had a very very enjoyable time racing uh and we got better so for sure we were not totally the worst this time All which right. is nice jeff zerzinski zerneski yep at jay zerneski <clears throat> what do you do in the off season to stay sharp and in shape you changed your diet a few years ago are you still a vegan uh no uh, I mean, honestly, we just do the same thing. I mean, you just you just train, but the problem is, like, you start to lose your race fitness no matter what. I mean, everyone gets everyone's sore and tired after their first day back in a race car in January or February, uh, or in my case, May. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I mean, I I changed my diet a few years ago, but that was in the middle of the season. Still, uh, not vegan anymore. Uh, I I do. I mean, I I pretty much I still don't eat meat. I don't eat like uh, steak or chicken or anything like that. Uh, I guess pescatarian would be a way to uh, essentially call it. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I don't like to de- be super, you know, diety guy, but uh, it obviously helps. I got to stay, you know, stay ready for whatever happens. So yeah, so you stay away from the meat. Go going with fish. Fish is okay. <clears throat> go with fish. It's like my wife's that way. That's what she does. There you go. Uh, Sharon Brochin at Sharon Brochin. Other than returning to Richmond, what are some exciting things happening for the series in 2020 that fans should look forward to? What are you most looking forward to in 2020? I'm going to start and say it's not the aero screen. Okay. For you. Yeah, I, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, 
Safety developments, yeah, see how people, you know, if the arrow screen is there, see how many people uh, hate it by, like, four races in. Oh, it's going to be a lot. Um, or, you know, who's the first person to be blinded by the arrow screen and not be able to see and have to pit and complain. Uh, because we're all for it right now. All the old people in this series are for it. I hate it. Um, our sport's dangerous. Get used to it. It is what it is. There, are, you're not alone on this. I'm yeah, telling you, it is what it is. There's I a mean, lot of if you're not like willing that. to drive, then give it up to someone who will, because there are plenty of you know plenty of proper gladiators who are willing to go out and you know do it. Um, but yeah, so I'm too looking forward to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What what are you looking forward to? Other than Richmond, uh, you know, I would be totally cool if it was just the Halo as well. Speaking going back to that, like, I'm, really, I'm not, Sorry. I'm yeah. not in on the arrow screen, but like, we have sort of like a Halo developed, and like, maybe you do that, right? Like, maybe that's a good way to start. But we obviously want to lead technically, so who knows? Okay. Anyway, uh, Richmond, I think is going to be really cool. Um, as you mentioned, uh, realistically, you know, the the embracing of McLaren, like, how does that go? Uh, what does that look like? Um, how does that change the team? Uh, you know, hopefully for the better. Um, you know, where where do we end up in the, you know, how does Colton Herta do in his second year? How does Andretti as a potentially six-car team do? Is that too many? Is that not enough? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and, and just how... I think Alex, like Alex is going to want to win every single race and yeah. destroy everyone. So <clears throat> that, you know, I mean, as do all of us, but, uh, but yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. And obviously, you know, who are the rookies going to be, you right. know, who, who are, who's going to be new onto the scene? It doesn't sound like there's going to be a lot of rookies. Like, I, it really doesn't. I know. I, I don't see. There aren't open seats. I, there are no seats. So that's, you know, is the rookie of the year battle going to be down to guys who do two races? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Oliver seems like the only guy who's gonna have. I mean, he has to get, you know, his three yeah. races or whatever. But that's that's gonna be. I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's gonna be a lot of seats open to them. Yeah. I'll throw. Uh, I'll throw Fernando in there in 2020, just yeah. as like a fun thing to keep coming an eye back. on. Yeah, yeah and, and hopefully having a better car to to, to you know underneath him to do something. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There's gonna be some. Really there's gonna be some intrigue in terms of uh, silly season because there's gonna be a lot of expiring contracts. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. How do people drive in defense of their jobs yes. next year? That's yeah. that's a big one. There's a there's a few guys at big teams that that have have nice cars that yep. need to bounce back. Which actually, I'm going to get into it right now, real quick, because I wanted to ask you a couple of guys that surprised you this year in a good way, and a couple of guys that disappointed you in terms of like. And I can start with the disappointing guys. Guys, I thought we're going to have better seasons. Yeah. I thought, and again, they're both on, they're both your teammates this weekend. <clears throat> yeah. I, I thought Zach Veach was going to have a better season this year, and I thought Ryan Hunter Ray was going to have a better season this year. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah, that's. Um, I agree. Um, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people expected more out of Erickson as well. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's you know. You did. That, I said if you're going to make predictions that that didn't go well, you you were pretty high on Marcus going into the year. I guess I was. Yeah, you, I were, you were. You were because we were talking. About, everybody was talking about Felix, and you yeah. said don't sleep on Marcus. Yeah. And, and Marcus had some good races. I'm not saying he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he the did, guy had a podium but, at Detroit. Yeah. It does, yeah, so I mean, he's he's had some good races, but obviously didn't put together the full season that I thought um, that yeah. he might. And again, yeah, I kind of expected Zach to take a step forward. Yep. I'm not saying he was going to be a top five championship contender or anything like that, but I kind of yeah. thought I kind of thought he might be on the fringes of the top ten. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen yeah, for tough. him. What is the sophomore slump? Why is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't think it is a thing. I think it's just. Yeah, I, I really don't think it is a thing. I okay. think there are, there are contributing factors on both sides. You know what I mean? I always wondered if it was like, again. Like my, for me, I was driving for Foyt. 
I mean, that, that's slumpy in general. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, that's it was just just because of where we were. Like, we we had planned for that year to not really be great because we wanted to be good in year in year two and yeah. three of of me being at Foyt. Obviously, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the other one I'm looking at is Marco. I mean, again, I know I wasn't again I wasn't expecting a top five championship, but he's usually in the top ten. Yeah, and he finished 16th this year. I think year. Graham really didn't do well that's a, this that's, year. That's a that was a huge slump. You're right. For him to finish tenth in the championship, that's pretty far back for him. Yeah, for, I, I, for what he usually yeah. does is what I'm saying. Yeah, he yeah, not no real huge highlight moments there. Um, no, he usually but, wins a race and yeah, Seb too actually. Seb, Seb yeah. usually gets one per year and destroyed an entire race team at you know. At Portland, Graham did so. That was a shame, um, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year for sure. We're talking about. I guess we've all been super negative. Is there anybody that surprised you? I mean, I guess I think we talked about the rookies. Colton and Felix were both really good. Colton, obviously Santino was really good. good. Santino was was yeah. <laughs> I know you don't like saying nice things about yeah, Santino, no, but she did a good job. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that had kind of as a not as you know. And Takuma won two races this year. Takuma won two races. No idea how. You okay. know what I mean? Like <laughs> inc- insane. Obviously, he shouldn't have won Gateway at all, but uh, you know. He did, so that that's what that's in, that's IndyCar. And I don't want to call this a surprise, but it's not because he's been really good on ovals. But Simon winning the five hundred was a was a was yeah, a, I mean, good for was him. Was a big thing. So yeah. It anyway, seems cool. We can go back to questions. I just kind of wanted to go into yeah. that direction real quick. Uh, where are we? Mark B, ABC seventies uh, rock 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 best. ABC departing full time sponsorship in IndyCar. How big is that? Not only to Foyt but to IndyCar. You know, it's a shame. Did Felix get hosed on his qualifying run by race stewards? He had a rocket for a car. Yeah. Um, you know, ABC leaving, that that is a bit of a shame. Uh, you know, they're a great partner, and I obviously thank them as well for supporting that team. Uh, you know, that we, we got to be more thankful for our sponsors for sure that, you know, how long they stick around. Um, Tony is well-funded. Um, but that team, I'm sure, you know, with AJ and Larry and those guys, I mean, they'll either find another driver with, with funding like they did with Laced or, you know, or they'll, they'll figure it out. I mean, Foyt's not going to go away, right? Um, you know, TK, when, when KV, when he was driving for KV, you know, a lot of those sponsors on that car ended up being like TK sponsors, yeah. you know, like that TNT yeah. energy drink and stuff like that. So a couple of Brazilian sponsors. So he'll find some stuff and they'll make it happen. Um, Felix hose on his qualifying run. I have honestly been a victim of this as well. Um, Detroit 2016, we had, uh, for race two, we had qualified. Um, I went out, and on my first run, like it was my very first lap, I went into the uh, runoff for the break zone. Yeah. Did a loop around and kept going. And apparently, I had impeded someone, one car, and I got both. I got my two fastest laps deleted as well. And I and I and I was supposed to start on the front row. Like yeah. we had qualified second for the race, and I was like, oh, "What are you guys talking about?" Like I, I went off on my first set. Like I reset my fastest times, and they're like, "No, every time you set a fast time, it gets deleted." I was like, "What are you talking about?" So I I, I very much understand the frustration. Yeah, I hate it. However, the rule did get changed after my whole accident, but it's still it still is obviously affecting people in a, in a negative way, which is a shame. Cause if it's on that first run, you know, it's, it sucks. So yep. that's, that's, you know, it, it ended up better for him, I think, because they only deleted a certain lap. Whereas for me, like I had to start last. Yeah. Yeah. He still started 14th. Um, 
but yeah, the, I, I definitely felt his pain. I talked to him before the race about it, and he was, and he was, and he was, yeah. I mean, he was still fired up. About yeah, it. he said he was driving angry yesterday yeah. or on Sunday, I should say. So yeah, but he finished fifth. He races up past nine yeah. cars, so he did he did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, Brian Kelly. Yeah, he's got two for you. BKIU Flash. Um, thoughts on how Newgarden would do in F1 if he took one of the Haas seats? Grosjean has lucky to keep it after his poor season. I agree. Are there cars simply too far behind the competition like Foyt's for his talent to make a difference? Um, start start there. So I'm going to start there. Yeah, Formula 1, if you put in... It doesn't matter if you put Ayrton Senna in a Haas seat right now. Like, the, like yeah. Formula 1 is... is uh, I, I don't know how people still haven't really grasped this, but it's you're not going to win if you're in a Haas car, right? You're not going to win if you're in a McLaren right now. You're not going to win if you're in Renault. But if they have good weekends, like McLaren's done an incredible job. They've had a good, they've Formula had a good one. year. I mean, yeah, finishing sixth, fifth, like that. That's those. That's like winning for those guys, right? Yeah, it's progress it, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you can almost tell from the start of the season though when people bring out their new cars, right, where they're going to be. And you know, there there are a lot of teams that do very good development, like Ferrari. Ferrari was pretty much nowhere, but now they're winning races again. So yeah. their their development has been great. But them having a bad race is like finishing fourth. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So that's 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 how Formula One works. I mean, I think I think Joseph would do great in F one. I think Joseph, Alex, any anyone at the front of our IndyCar field would do great in F one. Yeah, um, in the right car because it's just you know because we're all this is the top level of motorsport. I mean, this is IndyCar F one. I mean that that is the top level. So um, yes, I think you know it's not as you know. Foyt's cars are way closer than Haas's cars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. The difference Foyt's isn't cars quite. are way closer than the Haas cars, but you know, maybe they make some improvements. And you know, is he the guy to do it? I don't know. Maybe Joseph's very smart te- technically, um, but again, I don't think that they look at us as if we can do it. And then that's on them because yeah, yeah, because America is the biggest market in the world uh, or close to it, and they don't really care about us at all. So it's a shame. About the Thoughts party. on the reports yeah. that Hulkenberg didn't want to join Indy or McLaren because he didn't want to do ovals. There are so few on the schedule. It seems like a weird reason to walk away from a job when you don't have a seat next season. It's not when you're as arrogant as Europeans are towards IndyCar. It's, it's, trust me. That's it. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter if there's one oval or five ovals. It's just as dangerous, right? You have one. Yep. You have one accident on one oval. Um, you know that. You know that that doesn't go the right way. Obviously, it's really bad. So you, you can't necessarily say if there's one oval, I'm not going to do it, or if there's five. You know what I mean? So that's Hulkenberg. I mean, I, I've talked to Hulkenberg about IndyCar before, and I, I and I've never really seen him super thrilled about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not surprised he got offered that seat. I mean, I I, I knew that I thought he was going to at least test an IndyCar. But uh, you never know. Maybe he still will. I mean, he's you know it's still early for them. They've got a ton of races left. I mean, it's only the end yeah. of September, so I'm sure he's going to have some time to figure it out. But <clears throat> he pretty much denied wanting to go there. I and he'll have a job. Yeah, I was going to say. I think he's he might... German. He's good. He's you know he's gonna he's gonna find it. He's gonna have for sure drive for Audi or DT or in DTM or some some sort of manufacturing DTM for the next twenty years. Also, five ovals. I know it's not as many as some IndyCar fans want, but it's kind of a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a yeah. lot. I mean, that's 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 a of seventeen races. If you have five, yeah. And if you're not good at those, you're not going to win a championship. Exactly. Yeah. So, so all right, Freight ends at Freight ends eighty nine. This is not a question, <laughs> but I, I like this one. But I recommended that if Connor wanted to race for McLaren next year, he probably shouldn't post semi nude in any publications during the off season. Great this question, is, and I'm not allowed to comment on it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you're not allowed to talk about it. Nope. 
Not allowed to talk about it. Oh, you know what? I did hear some of the controversy yep. about this. Not allowed to talk about it. Well, I can talk about it. You uh, can talk about it. Yeah, James Hinchcliffe uh, post in the was in the Sports Illustrated um, body issue. Yes, and that caused some argy uh, barginess. <sighs> yes, with the sponsor of that team, and so there was some issues with that. <laughs> and weirdly, IndyCard. I'm just going to say IndyCard did a lot of work to to get James into this publication and get some promotion for the series and then things went wrong and then no one in IndyCar talked about it because <laughs> it, and which seems like We're a not gi- allowed. yeah which seems like a giant waste of I'm, I'm again I'm just going to say it seems like a giant waste of everybody's time and effort because you got you got these guys in Sports Illustrated or I mean the body ESPN I said Sports Illustrated didn't I it's it's the ESPN's body the wrong, that's the wrong ESPN's idea. body issue and ESPN is a big deal for IndyCar and yeah, anyway, that seemed kind of crazy yep, to me. I can't make a comment on it, sadly. Are you guys, did they swear you guys all to silence? Like oh, the whole yeah. the whole series? That's no, not the whole series. Oh, just people that ready for the team. Yeah. Okay. That's uh. Anyway, Jonah Salerno at Finch seventeen fifty. Kind of random. I read this question, but is there is there a difference in the wheels you guys use? I see two different ones at the Firestone tent, and at Laguna, Alex and RHR ran different ones at the front. And rear based on their labels. Just wondering if there is there reasons. I assume we mean wheels, as in wheels, and then that the tires are on, not the steering wheels, because everyone has a different really. Uh, everyone has a different steering wheel, essentially. Yeah, he said he mentions um, Firestone, so yeah, he's got to be talking yeah, about. So yeah, there are, I believe, two manufacturers of wheels that you can use. There's the OZ wheels, okay. um, and then there are the Motegi wheels. I think. <laughs> but, oh, I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, but like. The wheels have been used for a long time. Like, there's a certain wheel. The OZ wheel is like, it's it's the most well built. It's the it's the right weight. Um, but yes, sometimes because teams don't want to buy anymore, you're still you still have certain fronts in rotation that are because the front wheels are obviously smaller, right, than the rear wheels. Yeah. Um. Uh. When it when it, when it comes to you know width. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, there's no reason behind it. Like we don't, we don't talk about it. We just assume that, you know, all of it's good. Um, but yes, you will see different ones. Um, but realistically it's just all down to what's in circulation and what's not broken. What's, what's, you know, but yeah, Motegi made wheels for a while and so did, uh, so does OZ, but most of them are OZ, I think. All right, that's a good question. I was I, I didn't know that, so that's interesting. Yep. All right, Joey Conti. This was a weird one to me, just because of the one of the names in here. Yeah. Which which non top five uh, in the standings driver has the highest ceiling? Colton Herta, Felix Rosenquist, James Hinchcliffe, or Santino Ferrucci? It's kind of weird to ask about Hinch's ceiling, yeah. being that he's been in the series for almost a decade. Yeah, all the rest of those guys are rookies, but I mean, I I think. Uh, you know, Hinch is obviously it's an it's an important year for him next year too. For sure, I mean, for sure, very, 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 very important. Um, but I think you know Colton, Colton and Felix for sure. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't know don't know much about where Ferrucci is going to be. I mean, other than probably in the nineteen car again, but like, yeah, not sure if it's just a one you know a one type of maybe maybe he's the same next year and he still does great. I don't know, but. Uh, but yeah, I think obviously both Herta and Rosenquist are going to be really good, um, and Hinch knows he has to be good, so maybe that'll be super super motivating. Yeah, that'll be it'll be interesting. I, again, we tend to look at Felix too as kind of like the the young, 
like up and like the night like like Colton. Yeah, but he's like eight but years he's mature. He's like eight yeah. years older than Colton. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of it's like kinda that. Funny. He's kind of in that like Joseph U. Felix age range. I mean, uh, Joseph U. And, and Alex age yeah. range versus what he is with Colton, which is interesting. But um, yeah, guys like Santino and guys like Colton are in kind of that that next generation of driver. Yeah, um, and certainly younger guys. So interesting. Um, Sarah C. She also sent a picture. Uh, Rocky, yeah, Lover, Rocky tw- Lover 227. Do you get tired of uninformed fans, a.k.a. my husband, asking you what your plans are for next year? <laughs> LOL. It was great seeing you at Laguna Seca. No, I mean, honestly, every single person that comes up to me says, like, hey, do you have a full-time ride, but you just haven't told anyone about it? <laughs> and honestly, no. Like, not it's, keeping that secret? It's, it's not that easy, guys. Sadly, and it's not it's not up to me. Uh, you know, it's 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 not like I can just go and say, "Hey, I would like to drive for your team." I mean, yeah. Sadly, our sport is one of those that doesn't make sense to fans in a lot of the in a lot of for, for, in a lot of ways because um, it doesn't make sense to me either because it's just it it's not a it's not a fair game right we no. we, we see the NBA and the NFL exactly. we see the best players getting on the best teams exactly. right? we see the best players getting paid to do what they do yep. racing is not that way no. and that's and that is you know that's that's a shame you know there's a lot of obviously very good drivers in our sport but for sure it's not because they're people you know there are some drivers yes absolutely you know Colton was brought in, obviously had a lot of support behind him, and did his job. Right now, he's sure. going to be hired forever. Um, and you know, Rosenquist, he was hired because he was a good driver from you know from from different series, which is great. Um, but there are other people, you know, in the series that that obviously are there for certain reasons, and 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 that's you know, it just is what it is. So yeah, I mean, here's the. I mean, if you've learned anything from this from this podcast, I think this year it's that next year at St. Pete. The twenty-four cars on track will not—they won't be the twenty-four best and most deserving IndyCar yeah. drivers. They just won't be, and that's just yeah, the way the sport is. Yeah. And and it'll happen to guys like it's happened to guys before Connor. It'll happen to guys after Connor. Yep. It'll it'll keep happening. This sport yes. is very dependent on who you know, sponsorship, things that are outside of how well can you drive. Yeah, exactly. So again, we've talked about this in every which way possible. So I yeah. hope people, like I said, that's been what. And I'm, you know, and I'm certainly working on it. You know, we're yeah, we're we're, we're definitely. You know, in conversation for for rides, you know, it's not like we're not talking to anyone. Yep. Um, but you know, until until all the right you know dominoes fall, you know, I'm still walking around like the rest of everyone with my helmet in the bag. So yeah. So we'll see. All right. Well, uh, this is Matt Tremont at Tremont eighty seven. Will IndyCar promote Joseph in the off season, or will it be at the same as last time, or worse, when RHR won the championship? There's a real disconnect promoting our U.S. champs or any for that matter during the off season. It's like we spend the season building momentum only to let it fade. Um, I, well, it yeah. also takes money to get. You know, we're obviously, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, Joseph's going to be doing laps at the Roval. That's a good start. No, weekend, honestly, getting is, him in front of that great. crowd is good. Yep. Um, and I think that'll be cool for NASCAR fans to see that. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I assume they will. But you've also got to realize we only have we we have very small budgets compared to like NASCAR yeah. or the NBA or the NFL. Hopefully, we do stuff. I mean, Joseph does a great job on his social media. Well, Joseph and Brian Simpson do a great job on his <laughs> social media to keep that going and keep that kind of you know momentum there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope they do. I hope he you know goes to the ESPYS next year. I hope there's you know. I hope there's cool stuff that he can do, but he's also getting married in the off season, so I'm sure he's going to want to take some time off, go on a honeymoon, go do stuff with the wife. Um, so yeah, I hope they do a good job, but 
we also have to stay within a certain budgetary re- restriction. Two things I'll say about this is one, I know a lot of people weren't, I wasn't around during the RHR championship, so I don't know. But I will say this about Joseph was, I know a lot of people were disappointed with the way they promoted him. I will tell you that Joseph was exhausted at the end of that off season, that he said they had him running around like crazy. So yeah. I don't know what, if that maybe they didn't give him in front of enough eyes and they didn't see enough, but Joseph was running, doing doing what he could. The other thing I'll say is this is the first year uh, that they'll have NBC as a full time partner. Yes, and they're going to try to leverage that in terms of promoting season, their champion. Yeah. Exactly, they'll mm-hmm. try to promote Joseph. I assume through their partnership with NBC. So hopefully you'll be seeing him more there. That'd exactly. be my guess. That'd be good. Final question. Mr. Santucci 2.0 at Herd of Bandwagon 2. That's a, two different names there. There you go. Do you think that McLaren is a serious offer? If not, Trevor Carlin said they would love to have you, but he thinks you're going there, and how much of a role did you play? When did when did Trevor say this? Sorry, I'm interrupting. I guess there was an on interview. On TV? I think it was either on NBC Gold okay. or, uh, or, yeah, something like that. Okay, so Trevor thinks you're going to McLaren. How much of a role did you play in Max Chilton actually qualifying in a decent position for what seems like the first time ever? <laughs> um. I, you know, McLaren, <laughs> like, McLaren, it's it's not an offer, right? It, it, yeah. it, no one's offered me anything. It's okay. just it, you're just talking to them, right? And, yeah. and Trevor, you know, Trevor knows that that would be my dream scenario. Um, yeah. So you know, he's got to wait for that to play out, and 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 I do too. Um, so who knows? But Trevor also, you know, I would love to be, you know, I would love to drive for someone full time. But Trevor does need sponsorship as well. Yeah. I mean, there's there's going to be, you know, we obviously know Max is going to be in the fifty nine. Um, and you know there's going to need to be a sponsor in place to to help the other car. So, not really sure how it's going to play out. I don't know if I have enough sponsorship, but if I do, I'm sure ever anyone would love to have me, right? But yeah. Trevor is a is a, it's a good guy. That team has a lot of potential. Um, and honestly, I think they had a great setup at at uh, Laguna Seca. Max drives well there. Uh, he was actually fastest in the test there. Like I was looking at the times before, yeah. and he was P1 in the test. Um, at uh, at Laguna in the you know very early earlier in the season, um, so you know I don't think I played a role there at all. But they you know they certainly are improving as a team, and it's good to see. Yeah, for sure. I, I, again, you want to see teams that come in new yeah. and and can slowly build their way up. I mean, yeah, exactly. again, you you can always do it like the Harding Steinbrenner way, which is cool. It takes that time. You partner with a team like Andretti, and you kind of just jump to the front of the pack. That's that's yeah. great, but. There are teams like Michael Shank and there are teams like like Trevor Carlin that are really trying to develop their own programs and and try to make it that way. And it's cool to have both. And even Shank though is paired with a team. It's true. I, you know, it's even true. Shank has, uh, has you know the yeah. SPM side, but that's uh, true. Um, yeah, but it's hard. It's really hard. So again, you got. I think you got. Honestly, if you're an IndyCar fan, you got to cheer for teams like Carlin because they're trying to do it on their own in a really tough sport to do it on your own in yes. terms of just kind of grow and progress year to year. It is very very difficult, and you got to give them give 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 them a lot of credit for sure. Because like we've seen other teams that have come in and tried, and and money being the the reason they couldn't do it. But Ricardo tried to do this a couple of years ago, and it just didn't work out because of the money situation. And we haven't seen him. Yeah. And and it, it's, yeah. so it's hard for these teams to stay there, stick there, and 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 become a championship contending team. So it's very very true. I do hope that that we see more progress from that team, whether yeah, you're, whether you're driving for them or not next year. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, good group of people. So that's all the questions. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, this is the. I think this is the last one. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, well yeah. yeah, for now, like I said, if there's some fun, silly season stuff, we got a new, I don't know if you saw, but we have another, we, we hired a new IndyCar uh, reporter. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, he can't, he's, he's, he's actually grew up in your neck of the woods, Noblesville. Okay. Uh, he was down in New Orleans, though, uh, working, at, working at a newspaper down there, but okay. he knows IndyCar, he grew up around it, okay. um, so that should be interesting, his name's Nathan Brown. He doesn't he's, follow me on Twitter, though, He, he, so he will. I, I, 
He listens to our podcast. I don't know if he really knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to our podcast, and uh, no, like I said, at one point I think it'd be fun if maybe the three of us did one a podcast. You can get to know him a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about what we'll see what. Well, I mean, you and I are going to talk about what my phone. What IndyCar <laughs> Weekly will look like next year. If you're a full time driver, that might be tough. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, I think I think. We appreciate everyone listening, obviously, oh gosh, and, yeah. and, and showing support for this. Uh, you know, it's gone very well. I think. I think we've got a lot of res- good responses. I think people, you know, anyone who's come come up to me at the racetrack and said they listened, we appreciate that. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, st- you know, tell us what you want for next year. I mean, if we do something next year, for sure. Uh, you know, I obviously would love to do something. You know, whether you know whether it's with you guys or not. You know, I think I still would like to do something. Good. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it helps to have someone like you who has a studio here slash <laughs> an office, yeah, <laughs> and a recording device. Um, I do not have any of those things, so um, so yeah, so we'll see. I mean, uh, it's it's. Uh, let me figure out my job. I was gonna say we'll we'll, we'll get back we'll to you go from there. Yeah, yeah. Said, and if we feel like there's a time, we'll do a pod. If I get a job, we'll do a podcast. Hundred percent. We will. Def- It'll be fifteen minutes. That's it. <laughs> no, but we'll we'll just be like, hey guys, you'll just I have a job, and then we're gonna be. It's gonna be like champagne popping in the background. Yeah. yeah no, no, it'll be cool. It'll be. Um, no, we'll definitely do one. Like I said, if there's good silly season stuff, we'll definitely get find a reason to come back and do this. But Connor, I want yeah, to say maybe we'll do one like before. I don't know. We'll do one like in in November, okay, like after SEMA or something when everyone's like really because November is when it, it starts getting late. Christmas is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe stuff's happening by then. Hopefully, things are some happening. We'll have some news. Yeah, or to maybe talk there's to you about. like aero screen developments that we don't know about. And who knows? We'll yeah. See. There there will be news. There's always news in the there's off season. News. So we we'll figure out a way to get back together. So this won't be the last one. I think is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say, Connor, thank you because I I can tell you I know you hear a lot of positive feedback, but the people I hear from say every time they listen to the podcast, they learn something new about IndyCar based Love on it. the based on the things that you're saying. So I think number one, that was the coolest thing we could do all year was just kind of help educate I, and again by me yes. i mean you can help educate i was learning along the way with everybody else about indycar and kind of the business side and you know obviously on track stuff too so i don't know I, I had a lot of fun me too good good job team all right well thank you for listening thank you for listening to indycar weekly download and like i said we'll be back sometime in this off season and we'll have a more hopefully we'll have a better plan for you we can tell you what's coming up next year yeah.